shut up, you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the canoe route, popped in a portal and got in a fight. Elias knocked him out. Bow, Marco fighting style. Bow, you'll see he tapped out. Bow, we win, we get crowned. Monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth. Alrighty everybody, welcome back to this, the 43rd iteration of the Konoha Companion. And on this episode we're going to be covering episode 42 of Naruto entitled The Ultimate Battle, Cha. And before we get too far off into that, I do want to go over what happened on the previous episode kind of briefly in my own words to make sure that we're all caught up. So, to make a long story short, Konkuro and Surugi do their fight, and uh, Surugi has noodle body jutsu, similar to Orochimaru. Turns out he, like, dislocates his joints to make himself more flexible. I wonder if that's how Orochimaru is doing his thing as well. Um, you can see how his jutsu looks similar to Orochimaru's, very much like how um, Anko's uh, jutsu looks very similar to Orochimaru's, right? You can see how Orochimaru influences his uh, disciples. Um, Surugi breaks Konkuro's neck, but it turns out just to be a puppet being controlled by Konkuro. Um, Konkuro at this point is revealed to be a puppet master um, using puppet master jutsu. His puppet wraps Surugi up and constricts him, uh, crushing him tighter and tighter until uh, Surugi submits. Konkuro is declared the winner, and Naruto doesn't like the puppet. It seems like it's punching down. He even like asks um, Kakashi if that's even fair. Kakashi and Sakura explain that it's just a complex ninja tool. Think of it as a big fancy shuriken. Sakura and Ino have an exchange in the bathroom where uh, Ino tries to bully Sakura, but Sakura has grown and isn't intimidated by it and is, uh, is ultimately looking forward to her fight here in the tuning exams. They head back to the battle arena, and Hayate announces that the next fight is going to be actually between them two. Hi, uh, Hayate announces that it's going to be between Sakura and Ino. They fight, but the people who know what's up can see clearly that they're both holding back. Ino slaps the fuck out of Sakura, which triggers a, a flashback. Turns out that Ino was the first one to accept Sakura and defended her from bullies. Sakura can't help but compare herself to Ino and feels lesser than. In the battle arena, Sakura finds her strength and resolves to beat Ino and they, and they flash back again. Uh, and it takes us to a point where like they're talking about flowers and each other and Sakura refers to herself as an ugly flower. And Ino denies that and refers to Sakura as uh, simply a bud that's yet to bloom and that uh, very well could bloom into the most beautiful flower in the village. And this ultimately moves young Sakura to tears. Back in the here and now, Naruto and... Uh, in the here and now, Kakashi laughs at how Ino and Sakura are just like Naruto and Sasuke, yet that fact is lost on Naruto. Also, probably a lot more like Kakashi and Guy than either of them two would like to admit as well. Sakura takes her headband off and puts it on her forehead, signifying to Ino that she's going to uh, fight at full strength, 
based on previous convos, right? Like she pulls it off and puts it on and that's like a nonverbal communication to Eno that like we're about to get serious. And Eno's receptive to it and puts her head her headband on as well. Uh, and they go to fight at full strength and the first blow lands uh, and they like hit each other's fists mid-punch and like sends a shockwave out that shocks everybody. And the episode ends. And so uh, this episode um, starts the, in the middle of the fight and Sakura demands that she isn't going to fight with Ino over Sasuke any longer. And they kind of talk a little shit back and forth. And Naruto remarks on how Sakura was being really mean and how angry Ino now looks. Kakashi explains that Sakura isn't one to be a bully. But she also doesn't like Ino pitying her and pulling punches. They both put their headbands on uh, the correct way, right, with the metal part uh, covering up their foreheads. And uh, this non-verbally indicates to the other one that they're ready to fight seriously. They then agree out loud not to hold back any longer, and the title slide comes in where Naruto reads, The Ultimate Battle Cha, right? Uh, that's a, that's a cha, that's Sakura's thing. I like that shit. But everybody likes to hate Sakura. Sakura's dope. They come charging towards one another, and Sakura casts a, a, a clone jutsu and makes two clones of herself, and they all kind of keep charging Ino. Ino mocks Sakura for trying uh, such a basic jutsu, and that such a basic jutsu would never be effective on her. Sakura, uh, at this point, is still running towards her, and Ino tries to like figure out which one of them is the original Sakura. I can't imagine it's too hard. There's only three of them, so whichever one casted the hand signs and made the other two would be the original, right? Like, this isn't some huge sleight of hand play. She was literally charging right forward straight at you and then made two more, so should be able to keep track of it. But as Sakura's charging forward, she infuses Chakra into her feet, giving her a boost of speed, um, shocking Eno and catching Eno off guard. Her two clones both throw leaping kicks at Eno, which she's forced to block. And as she blocks, the real Sakura comes in and hits Eno in the face, sending her flying to the floor. Sakura demands she's no longer a crybaby, and that if Eno plays with fire, she's going to get burnt. She then dares Eno to give this fight her very best. And Ino warns that she'll give it her best, but Sakura isn't going to like it. Right? She's like, I'll give you my best, but you're not going to like it. Kakashi remarks on how strengthening her strikes with Chakra is top-notch ninja work. Especially for a rookie, and that this is the best that Kakashi's ever seen Sakura looking in terms of her performance in battle. Naruto asks if Kakashi is saying she's better than him, and of course Kakashi kind of mockingly says, No, you're the greatest. <laughs> Naruto kind of harumps at that. Uh, Kakashi then continues uh, that he doubted that Sakura uh, could infuse Chakra into her strikes to bolster the effectiveness of her strikes. Oh, excuse me. Um, Kakashi doubts that Sasuke would be able to infuse Chakra into his strikes to bolster them as effectively as Sakura is able to do, right? Like, Sasuke's, like, top of the class in everything. 
and Kakashi at this point has, uh, to his mind, identified something that Sakura is better at doing uh, than Sasuke, and it's something as uh, simple and beneficial as infusing infusing chakra into your strikes to bolster their strength. Kakashi then, however, does admit that Sakura has always exceeded in chakra control, and so that this should be no surprise, even though he said earlier he was surprised, but he's like, ah, I should have known. She's good at controlling her chakra. Rock Lee thinks how magnificently Sakura is performing, right? Rock Lee has like this big crush on her, so she can do no wrong in his mind. Sakura and Ino charge each other and throw punches at the same time, uh, which they both catch midair, right? Like they, they catch the other one's punch with their opposite hand, right? And so they have like their hands literally cuffed around the other's balled up fist. They have a little shoving match, and they separate, and as they're flying backwards, they both try and throw shuriken at one another, which ultimately collide midair, right? Like, these two are, like, on a super even playing field, right? They're catching each other's punches. They're throwing the same attacks to the same effect. They're blocking each other's stuff. Like, these two are, like, good rivals for one another. Rock Lee then thinks that, it's, uh, that no matter how good Sakura is, Eno's just as good, and that this battle could go on for quite a while. And the battle, in fact, does go on for quite a while, and Eno questions internally, uh, when did Sakura get so good? Sakura kind of thinks uh, some dialogue that indicates that she believes in herself, and she throws a big punch, um, just as Eno is, and they both hit each other and send each other flying to the ground, right? So this is another instance where they did the same thing, and they had the same effect, and they're just like on par with one another in every measurable way right now. Kakashi thinks that this could go on for forever, and Hayate thinks that this has been going on for 10 minutes, right? So these girls have been actually like real life fist fighting for 10 minutes straight, which is like impossible. It's so hard. I mean, granted, they're fancy ninja, they can do whatever they want, but like, buddy, if you've ever been into it, if you've ever been in a real fight, 10 minutes of squabbing is like the most pain you'll ever be in in your life. Both the girls stand up and Eno yells demandingly this isn't how the fight was supposed to go and asks Sakura when she became evenly matched with her. Sakura tells Eno that while Eno's been worrying about her hair and looks, she's been training getting better. This frustrates Eno and she pulls out her kunai as she demands she's had enough of Sakura making fun of her and she's going to make her pay. Shikamaru up in the stands sees this, and remember Shikamaru was her teammate um, on their team, uh, Ino Shikacho, and uh, remarks aloud that Ino's an idiot and she's walking right into Sakura's trap. Ino reaches up and cuts her hair to prove uh, her priorities are elsewhere, to the shock of everyone. Uh, she hurls her lopped off hair in the direction of Sakura, and casts a hand sign and demands she'll put an end to this right now. She then, uh, and this is uh, the hand sign that she casts, is like the hand sign for her uh, her shadow possession, or not her shadow possession jutsu, her uh, mind transfer jutsu. And remember, that's like the special jutsu of the Yamanaka clan, right? Like Ino, Shika, Cho all have their like unique jutsu that they use in tandem to make a really great team. 
and her leg of that tripod is the mind transfer jutsu which allows her to uh, take control of someone else's body like she did against Keen in the very first uh, in, in the first part of the Chunin exam arc when they were fighting in the forest of death the second phase of the Chunin exam she then points her hands in the direction of Sakura while casting the appropriate sign to cast her mind transfer jutsu um, which her teammates recognize and become alarmed by and Asuma even refers to her as a fool Sakura then mocks Ino, saying the mind transfer jutsu is of no use here because it's a jutsu that allows the caster to take over their opponent's spirit and wrestle control of their victim's body away from them for a few minutes by discharging all of their own spiritual energy and striking their enemy with it. But despite its power, there are major flaws to this formidable jutsu that makes it extremely dangerous to use, especially in a one-on-one -on -one battle situation. First, and Sakura goes on to continue her explanation of the, of the mind transfer jutsu and says that first the user's discharge of the spiritual energy can only fly straight and it moves very slowly. Second, even if the spiritual energy misses the enemy, it can't return to the user's own body for several minutes during, and this is happening during battles that are decided by seconds, right? She then adds that while the caster's spiritual energy is gone, they can't move at all. Uh, and right, so like if you miss with this jutsu, you're going to be a sitting duck, effectively. Asuma thinks that the mind transfer jutsu is a spying jutsu, not a battle jutsu, and using it here could be a fatal mistake. Kakashi thinks it's a powerful jutsu, but as long as Sakura can avoid it, it's not really a threat, and she can attack a defenseless Ino, which would force Hayate to end the match, right? sitting duck like I said. Ino then yells, uh, so what? Uh, she won't know until she tries, right? Because Sakura has been talking shit about how this jutsu is like not effective for the type of use that she's trying to use it for. And Ino's like, shit, I don't know. We're going to try it. Shikamaru begins to panic, thinking that Ino is only supposed to use that jutsu while he's around to immobilize their opponent uh, with his shadow possession jutsu, right? And so the, the, the Ino Shikacho kind of combo is Choji comes in like a wrecking ball and knocks whoever out of like where they want to be. And then they land and usually Shikamaru is there waiting for them with a, with a shadow possession jutsu. And while they're stuck there, Ino transfers her mind into them, right? So it's a, it's a one, two, three punch. And Shikamaru is like, bruh, you shouldn't be doing that unless I can hold them down, basically. Asuma even thinks there's no way she'll be able to hit Sakura with it. Ino goes ahead and locks in on Sakura and calls out Mind Transfer Jutsu, casting the Jutsu effectively. Uh, Sakura uh, tries to like run to the side to avoid the Jutsu, um, and she stops in her tracks and slumps to her knees. Everyone wonders if uh, Ino's Mind Transfer Jutsu has worked or not, and Sakura then says, uh, bad choice, Eno, you're done. And then takes a step forward towards Eno, right? So obviously Eno has missed this attempt with her mind transfer jutsu. But right whenever um, things seem to like look real bad for Eno, uh, Sakura realizes that she can't walk because her feet have been tied up with a chakra-infused rope being controlled by Eno 
who's actually still conscious, who she was playing possum, possum. And Eno laughs and mocks that she finally caught Sakura and that she can't move at all. She then reveals that she laid a trap with rope made from her hair with the chakra poured into it. Uh, and that the jutsu was fake and uh, a diversion, and it was all just a diversion uh, to get Sakura to run into the trap. And I don't, I don't think I mentioned it earlier, but whenever... Uh, Whenever Sakura was talking shit to Eno about how all she cares about is her looks and stuff, Eno reached up with her kunai and cut her hair off, very much like how Sakura did, and threw her hair uh, in the direction of Sakura. And this was the moment whenever she threw the rope, right? Like, it was all a big fucking ploy so that she could use a chakra-infused bit of rope uh, so that she could hold Sakura in place Kind of like how Shikamaru does with his with his shadow possession jutsu, and so again, uh, you know, she laughs and mocks. She's finally caught Sakura, reveals that she laid the trap, and then Ino then hits Sakura with the mind transfer jutsu and takes over her body. Kakashi explains to a confused Rock Lee and Naruto that Ino has put her spirit in Sakura's body. And has been there and has thereby been able to take over Sakura's body, right? Eno's in there controlling Sakura. And this is funny because this happened during a fight that Naruto was peripherally a part of during the during the second phase of the Chunin exams, but he was knocked out from having been slapped against the tree by uh, Orochimaru or one of Orochimaru's summons. I can't remember. He got hit by a big snake. I don't know if that was Orochimaru or if that was like a, a summon or what the fuck. Orochimaru is a weird character, but I know that he got into a fight with Orochimaru got knocked out against a tree. Sakura actually saved him from plummeting to his death by sticking him with a kunai to a tree as he was falling. So never forget, Sakura is a lifesaver, literally. After Kakashi gets through explaining how it works to uh, Naruto and Rock Lee, Ino, while possessing Sakura, raises Sakura's hand and says, I, Sakura Haruno, would like to whiff in suddenly Naruto interrupts and yells out from the stands for Sakura not to do it and yells out reminding her of everything that she's been through this point to get here and begs her not to disgrace herself by losing to that loser Eno girl. That lame emo girl. Lame Eno girl. There you go. Eno scoffs and thinks how annoying Naruto is and then says, uh, there's nothing y'all can do. This is a wrap, basically. And then suddenly she starts trembling and questions what aloud. She trembles more and drops down, holding her head in pain, when suddenly she hears Sakura's voice yell from the background, Naruto's so annoying. He's right. I can't let Ino beat me. Ino yells, this can't be happening. And Hayate asks Sakura whether or not she's withdrawing. And Sakura at this point regains temporary control over her body and demands that she won't be withdrawing today or any other day. It then shows Sakura in her mind growing huge and grabbing Ino in the palms of her hands. And she yells at uh she yells at Ino, who is just in complete disbelief that her jutsu 
has been beaten. She even remarks aloud to Sakura in their mind space that um, her jutsu is unbeatable. Sakura squeezes Eno harder and harder, demanding that uh, she's going to be in more trouble than she can imagine unless she gets out of her brain right now. Eno struggles and yells as she loses control of Sakura. And Sakura, once she's gained full control of her body again, casts a hand sign and yells, Release! Effectively breaking the jutsu, entirely forcing Eno back into her own body. This shocks everyone, and Asuma thinks Eno must have used too much chakra before attempting the jutsu, meaning she didn't have enough to pull it off correctly. So, as y'all know, all these jutsu consume uh, chakra, and evidently the mind transfer jutsu is a particularly consumptuous um, jutsu because she didn't have enough in the tank to pull it off appropriately. It's either that or Sakura is a badass. Ino asks Sakura in disbelief, how does she have two spirits in her? And asks her, what are you anyways? Like, how do you have two spirits in you? What are you anyways? Type shit. Kakashi thinks to himself that it's very hard to get out of that jutsu. And that yes, Ino's lack of chakra contributed to it. But Kakashi goes on to think that it's Sakura's defiant heart and combative attitudes toward Ino that made it possible. He then also admits that it seems like Naruto's voice is the thing that initially awakened Sakura. So that's neat, right? Um, Sakura, with her love, can snap uh, Sasuke out of the curse mark, uh, and Naruto, with his love, can snap Sakura out of a mind transfer jutsu. So that's cool. Like, it's wholesome, right? Like, the love that Team 7 has for one another is oftentimes, like, the thing that's helping these guys get past, like, Really weird hurdles. Kakashi goes on to determine that both Ino and Sakura are about out of chakra and it's going to come down to brute force. Down in the battle arena, Sakura and Ino charge one another and throw their hardest punches. They both land, knocking each other's headbands off and knocking each other out. They both try and get up, but neither of them have the strength to get off the ground. Hayate declares them both knocked out and that neither of them will be advancing through the preliminary round. At this point, so this is crazy, right? Like, double knockout, fuck it, y'all both, neither of y'all go. At this point, Kakashi and Asuma jump down into the battle arena and snag Ino and Sakura respectively and take them back up into the stands. Uh, they both, uh, as they get set down on the ground, are like surrounded by their teammates, their senseis, and Rockley's there as well. Right, he's there. He's, he's thirsty. He's after that Sakura trim, making sure Sakura is all good. The Genin try and wake him up, but Kakashi and Asuma stop them, advising to let the girls uh, rest and wake up on their own. Kakashi and Asuma agree they both put up a good fight. And Kakashi thinks to himself that despite the success she's had with Naruto and Sasuke, he didn't think that Sakura had what it took to win here, um, but that she's grown a lot. It might not have gone as well as she'd hoped, but a lot of good things happened here, and that it was the right choice to send her into the tuning exams. Right, so like after her sensei has had an opportunity to see her perform to the best of her abilities in the tuning exams, he's like, yeah, 
This was the right decision. She should have been here, which is cool. The next fight is determined to be between Tintin of Team Guy and Tamari of the Sand Siblings. Tintin thinks as she walks into the battle arena that she's like super excited for her fight and that the watching the most recent fight between Eno and Sakura has her particularly fired up. Tintin's teammates cheer her on and seem generally interested in her success, or at least the outcome of the, of the fight, whereas the Sand siblings, who are literally her siblings, um, are completely silent and really don't have much, don't have anything to say. They're just sitting there, they're sitting there stoically in silence. Sakura begins to wake up and she's greeted by Ino. She immediately is concerned about having lost to Ino. But Eno stops her and says that she's the one who should be crying to think, I lost to Sakura, right? Or I tied to Sakura. Like, Sakura losing to Eno should hurt Sakura less than Eno tying to Sakura should hurt Eno, right? Always talking to shit, these two. Uh, they have a fun little relationship already, as you can see. Eno then hands Sakura her headband and says that um, she guesses that Sakura finally got a flower to bloom and that she's a beautiful one. This again forces Sakura to kind of tear up, but um, she kind of fights it back and Ino gives her a chuckle. Sakura ties her headband on the way that she typically has it, not over her forehead, but actually back a little bit so that it's more like a hairpiece, uh, and uh, gives Ino a big O smile. Eno then demands that uh, Eno then demands that Sakura don't get to that doesn't Eno then demands that Sakura doesn't get to take the easy way out by getting knocked out in their next fight, and that she won't simply hand over Sasuke to her. Sakura gets in Eno's face and yells that that goes double for her and calls her an ugly pig. They have a moment of tension. And we're taken back to the battle arena where Hayate Gecko tells Tamari and Tintin to get ready, and the episode ends, right? And so this is a really fun episode, man. We got to see a lot more of of Ino and Sakura, right? Um, I think it's really neat how these two are like so evenly matched that uh, they literally were like throwing punches and like landing fist to fist. They were throwing punches and the others were catching it. They were throwing punches and they were both dodging. They knocked each other's headbands off at the same time. They knocked each other down at the same time. They were throwing shuriken at one another that were that were colliding midair. And they literally knocked each other out at the same time. And so uh, it's really, really cool to think that Sakura, who used to be a weakling, has now caught up to Ino, who was like literally considered a standout kunoichi but by the 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 the, uh, the joni right i think it was awesome made a mention of it maybe one other made a mention of how uh strong uh ino is and sakura has managed to catch up to her um i thought it was really neat how ino cut her hair like how sakura cut her hair but for the sake of a proving a point that that isn't where her priorities lie and B, for the sake of creating a diversion, for the sake of uh, trapping Sakura with that chakra-infused thread made out of her hair, right? Like, it's all a big ploy. And she was a step ahead, like, smart girl. Good good on her for being smart. But uh, 
you know, that like I said, they knocked each other out, and now ultimately neither of them are going to be progressing forward as, uh, as tuning, right? Like they're not even making it through to the actual third round, right? This is but this is a preliminary round between the second and third rounds, and so now neither Sakura or Ino are ever going to see a third round. Uh, I love that uh, both of their senseis think so highly of them. Um, even though uh, Asuma did call Ino a fool, but that's what she gets for using a spying jutsu within the in a in a battle scenario, and especially in a one-on-one -on -one battle scenario. Um, I wonder if Sakura does have two souls, right? Because that was what Ino concluded. Ino was like, "How do you have two souls, right? Like I took the place of one soul, and yet there you were still. Do you have two souls? What are you?" And so we'll see if that winds up getting elaborated upon uh, as we move forward in the series. Um, but I know at the end of the day, uh, Kakashi said didn't say that it was because she had two spirits. Kakashi said it was because of her um, her combative spirit uh, towards Ino and ultimately Naruto being able to penetrate in there with his words. And so we'll we'll ultimately see what what really winds up coming of that. Um, but I know at this point. Um, at this point, Sakura is a literal mental giant, right? Like, she literally turned herself into a giant that could hold Ino in the palm of her hands within her mental landscape. And so that was really, really cool to see. I love that uh, Rock Lee is so infatuated with Sakura, right? Like, the, the man knows how he feels and isn't afraid to express it and, and isn't afraid to act on those feelings, right? Um, he's the only one of team guy who went over to check on Sakura whenever the fight was over. I think it's really neat to see how the rivalry has developed between Sakura and Ino, right? They started off as like best friends, um, where Ino was trying to help protect Sakura because she saw something beautiful in Sakura and didn't want to see Sakura. Um, not have the confidence to grow into what she's supposed to grow into because she's getting bullied and stuff. Uh, I thought it was really cool how uh, Sakura and Ino were able to communicate non-verbally about agreeing to go uh, full strength in the fight with nothing more than uh, them pulling off and uh, putting on their headbands appropriately. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the fight between Tintin and Tamari plays out. We haven't gotten to see much of Tamari. Um, we did get to, I mean, obviously Gara's mega powerful. And we got to see Conqueror. Conqueror uh, of the Sand Siblings had some really good tricks up his sleeves. Uh, and now it's Tamari's turn. And so we're going to see just exactly how strong Tamari is. And we're going to see just how strong Tintin is, right? Um because they're both on strong teams and, and, and it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes. Um, but at this point, I reckon that's a, that's a perfectly fine place to put a pin on it. Uh, everybody who's tuning in, I appreciate y'all so, so much for tuning in. I really enjoy doing this Konoha companion stuff. I'm a big Naruto dork and, uh, I'm really looking forward to developing and fostering a community of like-minded individuals online so that we can all enjoy ourselves and talk about this stuff and, um, you know, be weebs. I, I come from a, a small town where, um, in, in Texas, where it isn't necessarily cool to be into this type of stuff. And, uh, and it took a lot for me to, to, to put my chest out and be who I was and, and be a big fan and, and even do this. 
And so, um, you know, if you're in a small town and you don't feel like you have anybody to talk to about this stuff, tune in. I'll be your buddy, man. Um, I'm your Kona Hook companion, dog. That's the literal premise. And with that, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I'm Joshua. I'm your Kona Hook companion. Catch you on the next one. Peace.